Hey there, folks. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'm going to be talking about um, Anchor.fm. If you don't know it, it's a podcasting tool, and I'm going to be telling you a little bit more about that and why I use it and why I think you should be using it, especially if you don't do blog posts or YouTube. So um, let's get straight into it. So right now I'm doing a podcast. I am recording and I just thought, do you know, I need to stop myself. I need to try and explain to you why I use this tool. So at first, I think my go-to is to try and explain why I use it, but also why I think it's better than, uh, or why you could utilize it if you are struggling with YouTube or blog posts. Um, This is definitely... The place where I came to, uh, where I thought that podcast would work for me. And the reason why I thought it would work was because I wanted to do YouTube at first. And I think if you want to do video, um, you kind of move away from doing blog posts or you add to blog posts by doing um, other rich content, which obviously um, video is. Now, when you do that, you can also get into um, this, or at least I got into the mindset of, editing a lot and post-production and it taking a lot of time and that's one of the reasons why I have reduced and I find it difficult or I might take longer to churn out a YouTube video but then if I can find a system that would work so I thought logically maybe I could go back to doing um, podcasts or just audio essentially doing the same thing that YouTube does just take the audio and I don't really need to set up because I just need to do my voice using Adobe software using Audition or any other thing you could even use iMovie if you or any other version of iMovie like Premiere you can use video editing tools and just export the mp3 uh, because that's the file format for music whereas mp4 is Um, for video. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. I just kind of thought maybe you didn't know. And one of the main things for me is that I I sort of really got my head around um, the basics and some of the bits that I might need for creating uh, a podcast. But I felt like there was a problem. And Then being presented with Anchor.fm, it was clear that the problem was that YouTube or videos was taking that time with post-production and actually getting all of the feeds for various channels, like going to Apple, going to Google and all of these places was taking time and then to upload to each one. I mean, that just was just ridiculous. So what I found was that to reduce that time, I needed to find another way, and uh, Anchor.fm was the way. I had used something that was like a long, long time ago, and I can't remember what it was called. No, I do. It was called Audio Boom, which was amazing. And I think Audio Boom um, and Anchor are basically the same thing. And it, if I'm correct, it kind of converted into that. Uh, and now Anchor, not just Anchor, but Spotify, because it being a podcasting and SoundCloud kind of station, um, has bought it and it sits within that and also you can upload video now which is a very new recent development for uh, anchor which only strengthens my reasoning for saying go and get interested in anchor because 
you can start with podcasts and then you can do video if you choose to and upload them straight to there and put it on YouTube. But you will find like vlogs and videos can be now far more accessible through um, this Spotify bought tool called Anchor. And I don't see it as Spotify. I'm not um, just to give you that understanding that I'm not actually paid in any way. I'm not doing an affiliate marketing thing. Um, I'm just being me. I'm telling you that this is the tool that I use. And for me, the ease of it is just amazing. So um, just to kind of go through some of the the, the bits that are really useful for me, at least. Um, on one level, we have the dashboard, which gives you um, your channel and your setup. When you go to the settings, you can look at uh, podcast availability or different uh, podcast services and you can connect them just like you can on lots of other platforms where you get to connect services um sounds like a geek thing but when you want to connect google with your website or google with tag manager um, often you need to connect these tools together so when you go into anchor you do need to initially sign up and connect to um, your apple or whatever other podcast stations but the great thing is Anchor kind of brokers that process for you. So when you connect, you can actually start and it just creates and says, right, what do you want to do? And when you put the artwork on there and you put the title and the description and you put all of that in the one post, that seamlessly just gets sent out whenever you make that content live. So all of it is really, really useful. I find that um, having an overview of the episodes that you've done is also a really thoughtful kind of area. Um, so that's a really great place where you get to see the list of um, episodes that you've done or if they've got a status like their draft or published. Um, it's really, really helpful. One thing that Anchor, I feel, have tried to do that for me hasn't worked because uh, I'm not American. Being based in the UK, you do have the option of being monetized, but you will be monetized by an American audience because the service is rather Americanized in that sense. So it is quite difficult for you to make money from that. And I have tried to insert that the monetized kind of clips in place. I haven't really thought about it too much or got my head around it. So it's not something that I'd say is viable for me. But just looking at the dashboard and the episode list allows me to treat it like blog posts and say, okay, I've got these bits. Now, the reason why I have chosen that is because I can now voice myself. I can say stuff and the topics that I come up with for me are more conversational. They are straightforward and I don't feel like I need to edit or put them in any certain way. And I feel like that could have been my YouTube. And when it comes to blog posts, that could be my blog post. The problem with YouTube is there's post-production and I need to upload it and it's a whole separate thing. There are more components going into that. Anchor really allows me just to get to the point of clicking record and then recording. So I don't need to do any more than that. So I've found that it was just so useful to be able to create content, like just do it and it's brilliant. So I thought that was really, really great. And then following on from that, going back to the blog, blog post idea, being able to speak means that I could then take that text. If I wanted, I could use a tool like um, Firefly, I think is the Microsoft version or something like that. But Otter.ai is also another one where you can use 
and translate MP3s into um, actual text. Now that kind of works, but it doesn't hugely work because I find that I spend just as much time editing. So you could use that if that's something that would be useful to you. Alternatively, you could do what I do, which is once you've done your post, then type things up um, and then edit. Well, yeah, type things up and write your blog post, essentially. And I think you have to do the two closely together. Otherwise, you will forget what you've already said on the podcast. So I think that blog writing or taking the content from the blog, if you've recorded a video version, it allows you to do YouTube. So you can maneuver quite well and pivot from creating podcasts. You can also, like I said, take Otter the Air and just simplify some of those notes. So use that text that was audio now converted to text and use it as a springboard to um, write stuff, which now means you don't need to do your podcast and do the writing, you can just use the springboard text to generate your own stuff. And the reason why I've separated blog quite cleverly away from YouTube is because YouTube's obviously its own thing. But with blog posts, there are things that you might want to change because of search engine optimization. So you would want to edit those bits. The other reason for mentioning blog posts is because your website is your home. So when you put your stuff there, you can then take elements of um, what you're doing and embed the within your blog post your youtube and mp3 or your anchor.fm so it's really useful to bring that all back at some point to your website now we need to address the elephant in the room which is me just talking about anchor.fm makes it sound like it's amazing and i really just want to show you that it is straightforward and in this interface that i can see um all I need to do is create a new episode. And because of the video update, it does allow me to choose if I upload a video. So Anchor.fm, although bought by Spotify and owned by them, does do video, but it doesn't fully do video in the perfect kind of sense. You still need to do some post-production-y type stuff to then upload that because it's just an upload. Whereas um, you can take a podcast and you can upload the MP3 and that would work fine. Alternatively, you could also just create it on there. So if you go to new episode and you create new, what you can do is you can create, you, you can record your audio. So your audio could be from anywhere. So you can record it on your phone, you could record it on your laptop, if you've got microphones like I have set up through the laptop. I have had a microphone that plugged into the laptop, but those external things just empowered and made the quality of the podcast a little bit healthier, but it wasn't necessarily needed because the speakers that I've got are currently coming from my laptop and they work fine. So there's nothing really massively needed. Whereas with blog posts, you've got to do all of that stuff to go, oh, I need to put this there. Um, with video, there's post-production quality and people can feel nervous about it and editing if you've got bloopers. With podcasts, you just hit the record button and you're on your way. It's pretty much done at that point because the audio quality doesn't need to be super special. It's an added bonus. It's a super extra. You really don't need anything special other than reasonable uh, quality and make sure there's no noise and fuzziness in the background, I suppose. So I did say it was straightforward to record, which you can do. Um, I'm just going to kind of now 
mention some of the other sections which are really interesting features on Anchor. One is um, when I started out, I created a jingle. So I actually did a whole video thing with that and created sound. And that was my introduction and outro kind of credits bit. And that's really great to have that for your videos or for your podcasts. Um, and when when you have that soundbite, or if you've got a soundbite, which is a quote or an interview, and you've just got a little section, you can upload them and store them on um, Anchor's kind of cloud area. So within the the red is the record area and the purple area is library. So within your library, you would see all of these files that you've uploaded. And if you record something and then you record yourself, then it gets stored within your library. You can also choose, um, if you don't know what music to choose, you do have the option of choosing some kind of music in the background. Um, so Spotify kind of allows you to choose set selected kind of bits. So there aren't really any infringements on anything in particular. You have to pay out for some kind of lawsuit. You just know that it's going to work. Um, and it's really kind of thoughtful in that way. One of the things that's really interesting is that if I was to section things out and I knew what I was talking about, then I might do something um, really, really special. So I might talk and then stop. And then once I record, then I record a second bit. And between the two, I want like a swoosh sound or something fancy. Now, those are transitions. And the transitions is like a purple section within Anchor, which is really great because it allows you to have lots of different types of transitions. And transitions if you think of it like video editing and you've got your fade or your dissolve or you've got the box or you've got the swipe, you can have those kind of sound effects that you might not see because you hear but you assume goes with it. On podcasts, sometimes people use those to just emphasize the fact that this is a new section. And transitions is a really great additional factor that um, Anchor has really put into there, which is really useful. Finally, the one other kind of tool that's there is messages, which is okay. So the messages section is really useful uh, and it allows you to have interviews with people and get them to leave messages or people to leave comments um, in an audio format. So what that means is that people are now able to sort of say something that would have been a comment, um, but it is a message and that can then be put into your actual podcast. So it's a really interesting feature. Finally, I just want to move back into the realm of editing and post-production and just describe what Anchor does, uh, because I did say that it is just hitting a record button and you're on your way. And obviously the next step would be to hit the stop recording button and then see what happens next. So what happens is that there is a time so that you know how long you've been recording your bit for, if you are recording a thing, um, otherwise it's just a soundbite. And on the right-hand column, there is a section where you can build, like uh, WordPress Gutenberg or the WordPress Blocks system that's kind of occurring in 2021-2022 when it first got introduced. And now lots of things have that mentality of having um, building blocks. So Anchor has a similar system. Once you have something in the library, you can drag it to that right column where you can have a jingle and then you can then reorder some of your bits around. So you can get an ordering of things. And then you can also at the bottom preview your episode, 
But even if you didn't do that, you would click save and then the next section will allow you to put your header title, which is really useful. So when you put your header title in, then you also have another section called description. So I'm, I am actually doing a video at the moment and the video's messing up a little bit, which is why there were a couple of long silences. So my apologies for that. So th th it does allow you to then preview the episode. And when you click save changes, you can give it a title. After that, there is a description area as well. And it's worth just emphasizing at this point that all of this hard work that you put in, the, the ordering of your snippets does actually get processed and it does get processed in the way that you then get that as one MP3 or MP4 file. And MP3, sorry, because it is a podcast. And then what you, what you would do is then just give it the title and description and it kind of clumps it all together neatly as a package. And the only other thing that you're missing would be artwork. So your artwork is separate and it does naturally pull on whatever artwork you originally put into the account um, when you set it up. So when you've created your avatar and your profile, that's the artwork that would go across everything. And that's what I use. Some people might want to do uh, separate ones or separate ones for series, which you can do. You can also have uh, a series one with episode one to six. So you can say episode one or episode two. And at the end, say series two. So that then bulks the series together. So you can also have that system. And that all happens after you've got this editing and you click save changes. Then you go to your title and description. In that whole area beneath that, you've got all of these kind of cool features of being able to look at series. Also, the description is really important for if you're doing hashtags or any descriptions or giving people um, your social media accounts, different details, your website address. All of that stuff is really useful. And sometimes um, in YouTube land in particular, people miss things. So they say, and check out the description. And this is just another thing that's the same way um, to allow people to, for you to provide more information, for people to then get that information and read on and live in your ecosystem a little bit more. Really important if you've got a shop, I suppose. And then the series thing is what I've mentioned. The, the other last kind of feature that I do heavily use is schedule. So schedule is really useful because it allows me in particular to um, come up with ideas or just reel off something. I might say I've got two or three sound bites and then I would do them. And then when I do them, I would say, okay, I'm just going to separate them. So I'll schedule them as different times. So that would allow you to manage your time better because you could do a day of or a few hours of recording and then you can schedule those in different bits. A final bit of the tool for why I like anchor.fm uh, would be the editing feature. You can actually look at a clip and a clip at certain points so you can select certain bits. My personal feeling is that that's a little bit rudimentary and it's not as advanced as say editing a video in iMovie and cutting in and out and getting the full thing. It feels a little bit like if I edit something in Anchor, it might get lost. It doesn't give me the same sense of satisfaction. So if I do do some edits, I feel like I might need to um, try my best to do everything in one take. So that's what I do because I just also like the authenticity of you knowing that 
if I took a break, it's because it's there's a genuine reason for it. Um, other than that, it's just one straight long narrative. And some of the best podcasts and YouTube videos are just people talking um, and getting their point across. So try not to overcomplicate things because Anchor.fm is brilliant and it just allows you to do stuff. So that's everything from me, really. I just want to say thank you for listening to this. If you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, it means a lot to me. Um, please do consider following me, liking, subscribing. Please do join me over on Twitter at TN Toast. That is my home for my favorite kind of social hub that I use. Um, and if you're interested in any workshops, I will be sure to post them on Twitter. And um, thank you once again for listening. Until next time, take care and see you soon.